And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, much-needed moisture arrives in parts of southwest Saskatchewan. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Partly cloudy and a high of 6 degrees. Winds up to 15 kilometers an hour. The low tonight minus 8. Tomorrow partly cloudy. Wind southwest 30. The high plus 7. The low minus 6. Wednesday, sunny, the high plus 8, the low minus 2. Thursday, sunny with a high of 11 degrees, the low minus 1. Friday, partly cloudy, 30% chance of showers and windy, the high plus 9, the low plus 1. Saturday, partly cloudy, the high 10, the low minus 1. Sunday, partly cloudy, the high near 12 degrees. Normal high is 16 for this date, the normal low plus 1. The sun rose at 5.38 this morning. It sets at 8.14 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot is up in Prince Albert at 8 degrees. The cold spot in the southwest at East End at minus 3. Estevan is plus 1. Saskatoon is plus 7. Swift Current 0. Weyburn 2. Yorkton is 4. In Regina with sunny skies, it's plus 2. That's 36 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the west-southwest at 13. Humidity 71%. The barometer dropping 102.9. Sunny and Moose Jaw plus 2, Windsor from the west, southwest at 13. Once again, Regina, sunny and 2, that's 36 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best online at mcdougalauction.com. A major snowstorm dumped much-needed moisture on parts of the southern Saskatchewan grain belt yesterday. The weather office says the largest amount of snow was in the Cypress Hills region at 45 centimeters while Assiniboia had about 30 centimeters of snow. In Regina, the ground was white this morning from a minor amount of rain and snow. Crop Extension Specialist for the Ministry of Agriculture, Corey Jacob, says the moisture is welcome. It depends where you were. Obviously, kind of that west-central west and southwest and south-central part of the province got a significant amount of snow. Definitely, maybe not the right type of moisture being snow versus rain, but we'll take it in any form or way we can get it. Uh, definitely needed. So tell me about the impact on soil moisture. What does it mean? Well, obviously, this snow that we get this time of the year, it's more stickier, heavier snow with more moisture in it. So if the snow can melt kind of gradually uh, with the soil not being frozen, it'll soak in. Uh, I think we would have minimal runoff, and a fair bit of it would, would soak into the soil. And that would give us just, you know, an, an improved soil moisture for seeding and for getting the crop germinated and, and often growing. So what you're saying is a lot of farmers should be smiling because pastures were pretty dry and the soil moisture was very dry. Absolutely. And I mean, there's guys that didn't get the snow that needed it, but that's just how the, you know, that's just how it goes sometimes as well. But generally it positive? Yes, yes. I mean, this, these colder temperatures are going to slow down seeding and spring operations for the week, but I think the moisture is very, very welcome and we'll take it in any shape or form. When do you expect seeding to be general? You know, probably towards the end of this week, this weekend, I'm thinking, guys, you're going to get rolling. Just kind of get out of these cooler temperatures and get everything warmed up again. And end of this week, this weekend, I'm pretty sure. Right now, seeding's a bit isolated and sporadic? Yes, mostly concentrated, kind of south-central, southwest Saskatchewan, west-central, kind of where the snow hit. 
this, this past weekend. Corey Jacob is a crop extension specialist with the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture. Average farmland values continued to rise last year in both Saskatchewan and across the nation, but not as much as the previous year. Farm Credit Canada has just released its Farmland Values Report. On a national basis, the increase was 6.6%, compared to 8.4% in 2017. In Saskatchewan, the average farmland value rose 7.4%, which was lower than 10.2% in the previous year. As usual, farmland values vary by region. FCC breaks Saskatchewan into six regions. FCC Chief Agricultural Economist J.P. Gervais says the largest value increase was in the southwest at 12.5%. You saw strong increases in southwest Saskatchewan on average, but that average was more likely to apply to that lower-valued land. So producers making more strategic purchases, thinking that perhaps they can get a higher productivity off that land that what has been established in the past still has an incentive to you know, scale up because there are some efficiencies to gain there for some operations. Being more cautious in terms of where I'm going to make that investment. And I think in Saskatchewan, more so than any other provinces, as actually, you know, looking at the data that we have, I think this is what's happening as well. To some degree, that it's also happening in other provinces. The East Central region also saw a double-digit increase at 11.6%. Then it goes down to 6% in the Northeast and only 3 to 4% in the West Central and Northwest regions. The Southeast trailed the pack at only 1.7%. Although the FCC did not release specific numbers, Gervais indicates there were fewer land sales last year. I still think, though, that the number one thing for 2018 was fewer sellers. Holding land right now is still seen as a favorable asset, and given that the outlook for Canadian ag remains positive, but if we were to have more sellers in the marketplace, then this, I would be curious to see what would be the impact in terms of farmland, right? With fewer buyers, more sellers, then that could push the price down. But at this time, not anticipating that for 2019. Many transactions were driven by producers looking to purchase land to form larger blocks for efficiencies. Others were family farm transitions and sales between landowners and renters. Looking at other provinces, Quebec recorded the largest increase in land values at 8.3%, Alberta was 7.4%, the same as Saskatchewan, while Manitoba was only 3.7%. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered, tough equipment on the market and the Remax Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca. There's little optimism for grain prices as Saskatchewan farmers are about to begin spring seeding. FarmLink Marketing Solutions Senior Analyst Neil Townsend says wheat prices have been falling over the past few weeks due to an optimistic outlook for world wheat production in 2019. Cash prices have also dropped further. World prices are interesting because they definitely came off as the weather conditions for winter wheats emerging from dormancy looked pretty good, but they've sort of stabilized over the last couple of weeks. They've stopped kind of declining, but yeah, it doesn't look too promising for wheat at the current moment. There seems to be a lot of assuredness that crop production in 2019 is going to, you know, be average weather and trend yield or better. Of course, we haven't planted that much in Western Canada. You know, there hasn't been that much growing season activity yet in the winter wheats around the world because, you know, they're coming into some critical weather right now. So myself, I think that the market has sort of overdone it a bit to the downside against, you know, the possibility of some weather risk or the perception of some weather risk over the next few weeks and months.
So weather will be a key factor. What's the outlook for canola? Well, canola is obviously mired in a bunch of politics. There's no real agenda to end the political standoff. I mean, uh, China remains sort of antagonistic towards Canada for the detention of the CFO of Huawei. You know, I think things that are complicated in canola are the fact that, you know, Canada is coming up to a federal election, so there's not really going to be a lot of political um, manpower, shall we say, to kind of solve the issue because, uh, you know, they're going to furlough parliament and everybody's going to be in campaign mode at that point. So that's a complication. The other thing is, like, the canola supply and demand balance doesn't look very promising. We're showing a very, uh, you know, upwards of uh, 4 million tons for ending stocks for 2018-19. And the final thing is like canola sort of got a soybean problem. Like soybeans are in big supply in the United States. The prices are not kind of breaking out. They're batting down right now. So it's a struggle. Like we're not looking at very good news on the canola front right now. Sounds a lot like the wheat. What about the pulse crops? Well, the pulse crops are, you know, they've got political issues as well. I'd say first and foremost, India has been a bit of a struggle for market access this year, and that sort of projects to continue into the future. They're in their election cycle as well. Their election should conclude in early May. There is the possibility that policy can change depending on which government's in there, which priorities they focus on. The other aspect I'd say with the pulse crops, and yellow peas is probably the most specific example of that, is that there is also a China element and political risk in the China situation. And we have heard indications that, you know, yellow pea deliveries into China are getting scrutinized at a higher level than they've been scrutinized before. And and again, the obvious uh, explanation for that is that it's a continuation of a, of a discrimination against Canadian imports into China and, and, and just, you know, they're still mad about the issue. So I'd say that's a bit of a risk. There have been some repairs to the supply and demand balances for specific crops, and I'd say red lentils, things are looking better there. The ending stocks are going to be tighter than probably expected at the beginning of the year. So going into the next year, we should see the potential that you know supplies are tight on the prairies, and that could have some positive impacts on the red lentil price. And I'd say yellow peas would possibly fit into that same category, except for they have a higher degree of uncertainty tied directly toward China and, and India. So the outlook price-wise for wheat, canola, and pulse is stable to downward or stable to upward? If we're talking about the remainder of 2018-19 for any unpriced crop, there's going to be a circumstance where there's going to be some too hot, too cold, too wet, too dry perceptions out there that could give a final marketing opportunity above today's prices. And that's what FarmLink's waiting for right now. Like, we're not really trying to force the issue with canola or with wheat that might be remaining to be marketed. We're waiting for some weather circumstances that give us an opportunity. For new crop, I mean, the way to phrase it, Jim, I mean, just frankly, is that there's a lot of headwinds. We need to see a circumstance circumstance where either the politics really improve, the U.S.-China trade deal is a boon for commodity prices in terms of the futures because of a compelled buying by China. And then the final thing, and which is always sort of an unfortunate thing to talk about, but we're really in a circumstance where we need this, is that there has to be a significant weather failure in a key crop grown somewhere in the world. So like black sea wheat losing 10% of their yield, U.S. corn losing 5% of the yield, something that does that. At the moment, there's just a tremendous amount of optimism about how the crops look and how they're faring around the world. And I think one of the bases where that seems to be consolidating in the most is in 
in the wheat complex. The wheat complex is just hard to find anybody who's not bearish on wheat, even from today's prices. So you take that with a grain of salt because circumstances do change, but also sort of like a collective thought in the market that has you trending in one direction can become a powerful thought, both in the short run and the medium run. Neil Townsend is a senior market analyst with FarmLink Marketing Solutions. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. And Etter Seed and Processing, just east of Regina off Highway 33. Call 522-1668. Grain prices were mixed in early trading this morning. Viterra prices for canola fell 40 cents at 383.92. Oats rose 248 at 217.88. Number one red spring wheat went up 23 cents at 194.42. The rest were unchanged. Durham, 215.84. Feed barley, 172.63. Flax, 512.21. Yellow peas, 210.54. Feed wheat, 196.98. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, this morning, May wheat is down four and a quarter cents at 493 and three quarter cents a bushel. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. Heartland Livestock Market Report. Tony Peacock reporting from the Swift Current Yards. Tuesday's regular 130 cattle in it. Uh, Cow market stays pretty active and steady at an 86-87 cent average. Uh, The good smooth cows trading 90 to a dollar. Uh, certainly there is a split between those good smooth cows and the ones that show a little bit of rough hair from the winter season. The bull market tops at about 15, they average a dollar four on every slaughter bull coming in. And we certainly are seeing big numbers on semen tests certainly are showing up on the older bulls. Uh, 2,408 cattle in the Thursday feeder sale. And despite the major drop in the uh, future feeder board and the kind of real drop in the price of American fat cattle. These cattle stayed pretty relative steady to the mark on the Thursday sale. Nine and a quarter weight black steers, the buck seventy three buck seventy three, pardon me, the Red Cross, one seventy four fifty. Eight fifty weight Red Cross steers, one eighty seven and a quarter. They just topped the blocks at one eighty six and a quarter. Seven ninety two red steers right at eight, one ninety five. Seven eighty weight black steers, two oh three seventy five. Six seventy Weight black steers at two sixteen and a quarter. The reds at two fifteen fifty. Five eighty weight black steers two thirty five and five seventy reds two thirty six. Right at five two fifty seven. The heifer trade. Red Cross sorted heifers at nine hundred pounds one fifty one and a quarter. The eight sixty weight black sorted heifers at one fifty six and a quarter. The reds at one fifty eight fifty. Here's a set of fifty five breeding quality heifers at uh, eight seventy five. They bring one. 67 going back out to become mama cows. Here's a load of 780 weight black heifers at 169 and a quarter. The 711s at 176 to 178. The reds a little softer at that weight at 169 and a quarter. Here's a load of Hereford heifers at 720 at 168.50. Here's a set of Jack Ziegler's one owner breeding quality black heifers. 43 of them at 783. Bring 185.50. 650 weight load of feeding heifers. 189 to 6 tens, 196. 550 weight heifers uh, trading up at 212. 
50, and we get into the 510 heifers at 229. Uh, the bull sale here on Saturday, Wawa Creek Angus averaged 5,200 on 50 head of Black Angus bulls. That's the way it is in cattle country. Heartland Swift Current. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 4,700 hogs Friday, selling in a range of 197 to 203 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 7,200 head, selling in a range of 197 to 198 per CKG. 100 index hog prices for the week ending Saturday, April 27th are Maple Leaf Sig 5, 197.44, Ham's Cash 192.53, Thunder Creek Brickle 188.08, and High Life $193.67 per CKG. And the outlook today, partly cloudy, a high of 6, the low minus 8. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, the high 7, the low minus 6. In Regina, sunny and 2, that's 36 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.